0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Swiping Sunday. Today on the podcast, we have Mike Zacchio, who I have been friends with for quite some time now, but we've actually never met in person. We connected over social media through a passion for creating content and connections, and he's since gained a following on TikTok for his videos relating to dating and relationship advice. I thought that seeing a vulnerable side from a male figure would be an interesting perspective. So, I hope you all like it. Let me know what you think.
1: So my name is Mike Zacchio. I'm 31. I'm currently quarantined at home in Rockland County, New York. So we're about like 45 minutes north of New York City. And uh, currently I'm an unemployed uh, bowling entertainment manager, but I've since kind of shifted focus into the dating coaching world. uh, And I host a a nightly Instagram live chat called the Daily Mic Drop.
0: Very cool. You said you were a bowling what?
1: I didn't know uh, that about you. (laughs) so um have you ever been to like lucky strike lanes yeah yeah so i'm a i'm a manager there but okay laid off due to covid but once everything's back to normal i'm going right back but technically i'm unemployed so
0: yeah that's things but you have your passion project now so that's i mean i do it's good you get to like focus i guess most of your time on that
1: oh yeah no because i'm very much like you like like extreme extrovert so like if i didn't have this i'd be going out of my mind like there's only so many shows and whatever you can watch on Netflix, and like we're we're redoing the house, kind of like me and my father. So like oh, we cool. have like our bathroom door is off the hinges, like right over <laughs> here, and it's like we're we're painting that, and we, we yeah. did the kitchen, and it's so.
0: Got to keep it's, busy. It's,
1: yeah
0: exactly yeah and now so you said you have the daily mic drop obviously which i know it's every night at eight right
1: correct okay
0: and that's live on your social media um i was luckily a guest last week which was really fun we talked about dating apps and past and things like that and we actually realized which i didn't remember how we met <laughs> uh, I, we apparently met on a dating app and then like connected via Instagram because we both had like passion for writing and everything. Um, so you used to just kind of share your writing and, and being vulnerable in that way. What made you start getting into giving dating advice and starting the Daily Mike Drop?
1: Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I contributed to Thought Catalog for a number of years, and that was just more. It was like my fir- finally giving me a space to write about the things I actually wanted to write about. And then I had some people like, you know, oh, this is so great to hear you know a male, like a guy talking about their feelings and and this totally. stuff because we feel like it's only women doing this stuff. Um, and I started sharing some quotes on Instagram, whatever. Um, I did a podcast called Heart of the Matter for about a year and a half and then wound up shutting that down uh, after getting my heart broken. I was just like, I, I don't have now, like now I don't have the time or the emotional space to do this. Yeah. I, need, I just need to take a break. Um, and then. I met Shannon soon after that. Um, and the Daily Mic Drop is, like I, I think I told you last week, it's almost like kind of like a rebirth of that podcast, but uh, it was also something I just kind of wanted to do. Um, I've always wanted to do some sort of show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, if that, like, and, and the reason I didn't love my podcast is because I never had guests on it. So it was always just me talking. Okay. Um, yeah. And this what you know, doing Instagram live. I'm like, okay, cool. At least I can bring people on and actually have a dialogue going.
0: Yeah, and I feel like the live also gives it a more like easy access to people so it's easier for people to just click in view when it's live or after when it's like an IGTV rather than going to a new app and like actually logging in to like see which podcast you want to listen to and that kind of stuff. I feel like
1: your lives are definitely more easily accessible and engaging which is cool and and that's what i want i want the engagement which yeah. so yeah like when, when it's live like people can ask questions like mm-hmm. live on air it's not like it's you so know if, if we're like doing a podcast people need need to ask you know beforehand, beforehand. like it's like, like we could be talking about something and if someone if, if it hits someone's ear like oh wait i want to ask him about that mm-hmm. experience he just described now yeah. they can ask right in the moment
0: yeah totally that's why i like that about um The lives, which I haven't done yet myself, but being on yours was fun with like people's interactions. It was cool to see because we both I feel like we both connected over just enjoying connecting with others like non romantic and romantic, whatever, but um, just being like emotional connection-based people. But since you are a male, like you said, it is rare to have a guy open up about all of the topics. It's definitely more girls talking about it on social media or just talking about it in general in their writing. So how how have you really, I guess, just tuned out, I'm going to say haters for lack of a better word, but just like people who, I don't know what they would say about it, but I know it's hard being vulnerable because people will have their opinions They're like, why does she think we care? Blah, blah, blah. And I personally- yeah don't care if anyone cares, I'm doing this for myself. And I feel like you're the same, but has there ever been a time where you've, I guess, maybe heard from people that were like dissing you or, or anything like that, where you had to get through it and just say, I'm doing this for me. Well,
1: I mean, one of my close friends, like it was when I started posting quotes on Instagram, Um, like I I was trying to figure out like, how do you grow an Instagram following? And I was following people that said like, oh, you got to be posting like three to five, you know, posts a day, this and the other thing. So I was doing like three posts a day, like nine noon and like three o'clock. And one of my close friends, she's like, Hey, like, I'm telling you this because I love you, but like, I need to unfollow you just because like, it's getting too much kind of thing. Oh. And I'm like, oh. I go, and on one hand I'm like, that hurt. But on the other hand, I'm like, I mean, I appreciate you telling me rather than me just finding out that you unfollowed me. Um, mm-hmm. But I also get that, like, you know, my content's not for everybody. And, and what I ultimately want, like, I want my following, whether it's 1500 followers or 15,000 followers, like. I want people who are going to engage with the content. So like you could be my best friend in the world, but if you're not about dating advice or, or about that life, yeah. yeah. Then like, I understand if you don't want to follow it, if, if he was really big into, you know, business or whatever, and that's not really my forte or anything like that or travel. Yeah. You know, I don't know that I would follow his business account, but yeah, you know, I, I, I'm trying to get better at not taking things so personally, but it is difficult <laughs>
0: Yeah. I feel like that's also you switch the roles last week on the live and asked me what I'm working on about myself. And I feel like (laughs) I do take things personally and it's like, I expect too much, I guess, from people. So that's something I feel like no one said it to me, but some of my friends don't really like comment on my podcast or anything. So like, I don't even know if they've listened, but that is fine. Like everyone isn't going to love everything you do, as long as they're like there for you and say, I'm happy, you're happy kind of thing.
1: When you have like something that you are creative so about, especially about, be, yeah. because like, that's like, that's, that's you. That's a piece of your heart that you're kind of putting out there. And like, you're putting in all this work that you would, you would like to think and hope that your friends are going to be supportive from the ground. Not like, you know, if, if your pocket, if swiping Sunday becomes the next call her daddy, like, you don't <laughs> want to like, I'm sure you'll be happy if like, they're buying your merch, this and the other thing. But like, there's part of me that would be like, kind of, Yeah, holding that grudge of like, well, where the hell were you when I had you know five people watching live? Exactly. Yeah. Like, like I would remember that stuff. That's just me. And I, but I would also really reward those five people who I knew were there at the ground. Like, I remember you. Like, I'm gonna take care of you. But the people who are kind of jumping on the bandwagon now, like,
0: yeah, and it's it's so different for like a passion project for us. Like, we have full time jobs outside of this. Like, obviously besides COVID, but. I'm full-time working still. So like, this is my lunch break, basically. Like you're putting so much extra effort into something that you like truly believe in. And I don't think a lot of people even understand that because a lot of people just have these different types of jobs that just aren't like this. So it's hard to find people who relate to what you're also like putting into all of it, even if it doesn't seem like much, but
1: And and I'm also very cognizant of the fact that like, I am able to do the daily mic drop every weeknight because I am unemployed right now. Like when I go back to work, whether that's next week and a month from now, like it's gonna become the weekly mic drop and I'll do it once a week, but I'll still like, I'll put that time in for it. Um, But right now it's partially because I want to kind of build that brand uh, and and so that there is content for people who maybe discover it a little bit later, but um, also just to kind of keep my sanity. Yeah, and to meet new course. people and to have conversations.
0: Yeah, meeting new people is always exciting. Do you have something that people write into you about a lot? Like, what would you say some are some of the most common questions or requests you get are for your, like, TikTok videos or anything like that?
1: Probably the friend zone. Um, either, like, you know, okay. how, do I, how, do I, how do I break out of the friend zone? Like, how do I tell someone that I like them? Or the reverse, like, my friend just told me that they like me and I don't want to, like, break their heart. Kind of what do I do about that? Um, that's probably the most popular one that I get. Um,
0: what's your advice for someone who is in the friend zone and wants to break out of it? Actually, I watched the episode with your two friends who were in the friend zone and they eventually now they're dating or engaged, I think.
1: Um, they're engaged now. Yeah.
0: I feel like the only way you can really break out of it is if you make the bold move to say something and that doesn't mean it's going to happen anyway, you know,
1: my phrase that i like to use is that the friend zone is like a prison and you can either serve your time or plan your escape like it, it you okay. one of two options <laughs> True. So like like you said like the escape like it's what is it it's a bold move to say like you know fuck it i'm gonna try i don't know if we can curse on here but like yeah totally like, uh, like i'm gonna try to make this move and you know if it backfires it backfires but like i'm i'm a very big believer that you we should follow our hearts. Um, I also believe we don't know what the other person is feeling. So, you know, if we're friends and I sit there and think like, you know, man, I really like Nicole, but like, I don't know how she likes me. Like, I don't know how she feels about me back. I can ask. And if she likes me back, then great. And and we're off and running. And if she doesn't, at least now I know. I'm not going to sit there and yeah. spend years wondering. Um, so that that's, yeah, that's that's my advice. And, you know, kind of frame, frame yourself to be looked at as more of a, a mate than a friend. Um, like if you find that they're kind of, talking to you about their boy problems more maybe like try to remove yourself a little bit and mm. be like hey you know i'm not really comfortable talking about this um like i remember one girl that i liked was asking me like how to make out with a guy and i'm, <laughs> I'm like
0: oh my god uh, like
1: you're, you're just like <laughs> that's rubbing it so in awkward right oh. um but yeah
0: no yeah i think the only thing that obviously the only risk is if that person then feels awkward after you tell them it ruins the friendship
1: And I think the way you go about it can greatly affect that. Like if you just sit there and just, and like profess your love to them and be like, like I've loved (laughs) you for years. Like, yeah, then it's probably going to scare her off and it's going to ruin the friendship. But
0: yeah, I think if you just say, have you ever, if you say something like kind of like nonchalant, like, have you ever thought of us dating? I feel like you can pick up on it pretty much right away because yeah if that, that's someone's, definitely a
1: safe way of going about yeah because sure. if someone's
0: asking that they obviously have thought about it and if if the person reacts pretty quickly then you you kind of have your answer so
1: <laughs> well yeah I, I also like you don't want to ignore your feelings because the other yeah. person doesn't know what you're going through um and i'm sure if they did know they say you know i didn't want you suffering like you shouldn't just yeah. asked me and we could have dealt with it then
0: yeah and i think sometimes even just like sometimes like I may not have ever thought of looking at a friend like that. And then if they bring it up, you might think for a second and be like, well, we can like try to go on a date, like, you know, something like that. And like, you can just be honest too, if you're on the receiving end, just be like, I mean, I don't really see that, but if you really care about the person and never thought about it, maybe you can just give it a shot. You never know.
1: I know I would never make one of my female friends like feel bad. if like, if they professed their feelings for me, Um, like it's happened once. Like I thought, I tried handling it as respectfully as possible. What was your reaction? Um, I think I, I said something because this was six years ago or so, and I think I said something to the effect of like, "Oh, like you know, that's that's very kind of you." Uh, like, unfortunately, I, I I never really saw you in that way. I I'd always thought we were just more just friends. Yeah. Uh, like I, I would love to continue being friends. Like I don't mm-hmm. want. I, just I, I even it. said like, "Yeah, like I don't want things to change." I think we, what we've got is a really good thing, um, but. I, I don't see that ever changing because I also want I think that's also important like you if you know like so for this particular friend I knew I was never going to like her in that way so yeah. it's important to, to let you know like I don't I don't right ever away. see that changing yeah because when people say like oh but you never know what can happen like well now you're just giving the person false hope you're turning them down but you're also giving them false hope which is yeah. just as bad
0: yeah exactly I agree Um, do you think that women and men struggle with the same things in love? Like, do you think the top thing for men is the same as the top thing for women? Like outside of friend zone, just like in dating and I guess whether it's insecurities or commitment issues or things like that. I
1: mean, I think everybody struggles with insecurity. Someone actually just asked me about that. Like, uh, within like, what, what would you do if your, your partner is like making you feel bad about your insecurities? Like we all have them like some they're like supposed some to do the opposite ha- i know like like some may only have a couple of insecurities some have a lot but like we all have them and of course i think i even i've responded back that, that i was like your partner should kind of lean into those insecurities and try to help you like shannon mm-hmm. knows i have them i know shannon has them and yeah I, everyone i, has I feel them. like it, it's it's cruel to make your partner feel bad like and just kind of shame them for that's it that's not um, a good partner yeah no it's like that's, a
0: that's like a flat statement but like no i don't think that that's Okay.
1: (laughs) I I think I might have even told her that I'm like, you know, if your partner is making you feel bad for insecurities, then you probably need a new partner. Um, Yeah.
0: I actually have a friend whose girlfriend is a little more on the insecure side and she voices it and like, he does try to help, but there's also kind of like a happy medium where if your insecurities are overwhelming, like situations when you go out or like situations when you're at a party then you kind of have to like come to a compromise because, and I know I have in the past, like I let my insecurities make me feel jealous of people that my ex was talking to in college, like at parties or something, you know? And like, that's where you have to check yourself. But if you voice it and they make you feel worse about it, no, like shouldn't be there.
1: One of the very first conversations when Chen and I started dating, like one of the first conversations we had is uh, I'm like, listen, I have a very passive aggressive mother. So like I grew up with it for 30 years. I don't like it. I can't stand it. I don't think it solves anything. So whatever is on your mind, tell me. If something's bothering you, tell me, because then I don't, I don't know. So she does an excellent job of voicing her insecurities whenever something is bothering her. And I appreciate that about her. Um, and thankfully she doesn't have the insecurities that are like, you know, that, that, that feel like they're shackling me. Cause like you said, I think like when your insecurities are, are, you know, coming into every situation. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, now you got to find like, okay, we have to come to an agreement. Like, you know, it's one thing to sit there and say, Hey, you know, I get jealous sometimes it's nothing to be like, you can't go out with the boys because I'm going to be wondering what you're doing.
0: Like, because I'm insecure about
1: that. Like, so that's where it's got to be happy medium. And to me, texting you every hour, like with a selfie, like, here we go. Still with the boys, not talking to anybody. Like, I don't think that that's healthy.
0: No. And I think that's where just trust and communication are like, number one, if you don't have trust, it's not going to work. And if you aren't on the same page with how much or how often or the way that you want to communicate, then it's never going to work. So I was like that with an ex from high school. I was like, oh, I don't trust. I like had no reason to tr- not trust him. But like when he was at parties without me, I would just like wonder. Like You just have those insecurities. That is the most unhealthy thing. And if you don't trust them when you're not there, there's no point because obviously you trust them when you're sitting next to them. <laughs> like, yeah. What are they going to do? There's just, I think trust and communication are so underrated. Like you have to be on the same page at all times. And if you don't trust, there's no point in being together.
1: Yeah. The, the longest relationship I was, cause I've, I've been in two, two year relationships pretty much one in 2010, 11, and then uh, Shannon, my fiance now. And, and my ex back then like was very much like, you can't have female friends. Yeah. I've had that. I wasn't allowed to have guy friends. I, I was very like, you know, uh, what was it, combative with, with that? I'm like, no, like for one, most of my friends are female. So you are not going to tell me that I can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. But if if I have female acquaintances or people that I just meet, like I'm not going to not talk to them. Like if I, if one of them starts hitting on me, I would shut it down. But like, I'm not just going to shut myself off to every woman that's walking this <laughs> yeah. earth. Yeah. Like,
0: one of my exes was that way too with guy friends and I have a lot of guy friends as well. Um, but do you, this actually brings me to, do you think that you need to share? Well, okay. So this is like two part question. Do you think that you need to share with your significant other friends of yours that you've hooked up with in the past? Even if it was just like kissing.
1: Good question. Really good question. Um, if it's just kissing, I, I say no. Um, even, even to a degree, I, I kind of say sleeping with no. Um, because I, I think it depends on what you're like, how long ago it was, maybe. Like, I mean, yeah, and, the
0: time span, maybe.
1: Because yeah, like, to me, I sit there and think like, if, if me and Shannon met in August of 2018, and I slept with my friend Stephanie in 2009, one time, and yeah, she's still kind of around, like, happened 10 years ago. So, like, I, I'm, nothing's going to happen, for one. And two, I'm with you. I'm going to be faithful to you. Um, I think if you had like a history with them, like if it was
0: a multiple like, hey, time hookup, yeah, like, like,
1: like we had a fling, we were like, you know, whatever. Um, I would kind of want to know that, but I can live, I can take it or leave it. Like if it's, if you want yeah. to and volunteer that information, great. But I'm, I'm also not the type to really pry about like, okay, so these are your guy friends. Have you hooked up with any of them?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of like on the fence because I feel like, I guess, again, it comes down to trust because if you trust them, then it it wouldn't matter because they're not going to flirt or do anything inappropriate. It's going to be over no matter what. But I yeah. feel like if you notice, I've been in a situation where like you notice that they're a little more friendly with one friend and it like it's like, what's the deal with her like kind of thing. Then it's like, I do want to know if you're already acting that way because then that means something's there. But then again, no trust so or respect. It's like a respect thing. If your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't respect you enough not to flirt at all with anyone else, then- what is that thing you do in the mirror? Then I don't want it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the anisets are like, I don't want it. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah.
0: I just think in, in my past relationships, like they've gone on too long. I was so much younger. I've been single for almost four years now. So it's like, now that I know all these things that like respect, trust, communication, like need to be there. I feel like that's why I've been single. Cause I'm like, the second someone kind of disrespects me or makes me feel uncomfortable
1: I'm just like I'm done I don't care you're in the situation like where you're with friends and you know maybe your your girlfriend's picking up like you're a little too friendly with her kind of thing like I think it's fine to ask like you know if, if you happen to know like hey like I'm just noticing like you know when we're around like you know you, you seem to be
0: different relationship
1: yeah you, you seem to have a different demeanor around her. you seem to be happier you, you seem to be mm-hmm. laughing a little bit louder kind of thing like you know do you think I'm asking, you know, do you happen to have a history with them? Like at least now you're asking out of a place of, you know, you have some level of evidence to go off of. It's not just like blanket statement, like, you know, who have you hooked up with out of your friend group?
0: And if they say yes, do you think that is grounds to be upset or angry or even, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, if someone is making me feel that there's something there that I'm in a relationship with, that's grounds to be like, well, fuck you. But I might be yeah. too black and white about it. Cause I just like, I don't ever want to be feel like you're flirting with someone else or that she has like, I don't know. It's hard. Cause it's not even yeah. about attention. Like you can talk to other girls, have girlfriends, but if you make me feel uncomfortable with another female, like I don't get, I don't get
1: that. I mean, and so for me, like I'm, not very self-aware in terms of my actions sometimes like because I think that I'm just like a naturally bubbly person I think I'm a naturally True. friendly yeah. person and sometimes friendly either gets confused with or subtly turns into flirting without you even really knowing it or intending it to be um mm. so like if I get caught you know kind of flirting I'm like oh my like I didn't even know like I'm never really like overtly flirting with someone be like hey so like what's going on or like you know trying yeah. to do the small of the back touch or anything like that like sometimes yeah. it, I guess it would be you know you seem to be like giggling a lot or whatever I'm like oh shit i didn't even notice yeah, i was so doing that but,
0: sometimes some people's personality just need to be checked and like made aware so that does make sense yeah. like communication first and then if they can change their actions then
1: in that situation if shannon brought that up to me like hey like i've noticed you and stephanie seem to be you know you, you seem to have a different relationship whatever what's what's the deal with that and say so you actually
0: you know have have you ever
1: hooked up like yeah we did once five years ago like I would say you, should, you two should talk it out because I'm like, it happened five years yeah. ago. She's obviously not a threat now. Totally. But it's on my, it's my responsibility to say, you know thank you for bringing this to my attention. I will check my behavior. Like, I will watch my behavior a little bit closely the next time you know, we're all around each other. Like, now that I yeah. know this is bothering you, you know, because before I thought I was just behaving the same as I always do. Yeah.
0: And I think that comes down to like mutual respect because in the past, like in college and high school relationships, again, I think, I don't know if it would be considered gaslighting, but usually people get defensive. If you like your relationship gets defensive, like your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, they'll be like, no, I wasn't like, what the fuck you're crazy. And that's That that doesn't help anything. If you whether you think that you were doing it or not, try and like just if you respect your person enough, look at yourself, look at the situation next time and you can fix it. But it, it again, it's like I feel like I've just been in I've realized recently I've been in very immature relationships and I'm realizing like a person wouldn't do that if they respect you, you know.
1: Yeah. you can't tell someone else like what they're feeling like if someone else says that they're hurt or that they're uncomfortable you can't tell them that they're uncomfortable like yeah. that's not your place to say like you may think that you're not doing anything wrong i can sit there being a bar and think that i'm not doing anything wrong but if shannon brings something to my attention saying that she's uncomfortable with it like i can't sit there and be like oh well that's just too fucking bad you got to get over it that's it's not me being a good partner that's yeah you know what what am i doing try to remove yourself from that situation and see what you can be doing differently we met at karaoke we have like a karaoke crew whatever um and there's a girl like in our friend group and she ha- she happened to mention she's like you know what's your deal with like do you like her like i'm like no like we're to we're together she's like yeah but she's really really pretty and she is just your type i know your type and she is it to a t i'm like okay well that may be but i am with you Yeah. but like again i thank you for bringing that to my attention because so now whenever i am around that girl like I try to check my behavior, or whatever. Maybe I'm not. I'm not spending too much one-on-one time with her, or whatever. If if we're talking, maybe like you try boundaries. to keep it more platonic. Yeah. But again, like I'm not gonna sit there and tell her, you know, you're crazy, you know. But um, it's my responsibility now to check my own behavior. Yeah,
0: you have to just set the boundaries and like what you said. Just check your own behavior and just respect your partner, and that's all that matters. Um, yeah. Back to like the what women and men struggle with. I guess it is the same thing, just insecurities and vulnerability, I think. But um, do you think that men are less likely to settle down because of a certain reason? Like I actually took a note and said, um, I think women are more nurturing and like we have the biological clock. But at the same time, even when I was younger, like when you're in high school or college and things, I feel like women are still more readily able to like pick one person and be with that person. Why do you think that is?
1: I feel like from a systemic standpoint, there's still that kind of belief of like, you know, you know you're know, you a woman like, you know, oh, yo, you got to find, you know, you got to find a good man whatever, you got to find a husband, you know, you got to be a mother. And whereas guys, when they're younger, at least it's like, you know, have fun, like play the field, see what's out there, whatever, but then become a husband and a father. And it's like, I feel like it's very bad double standard. Like that was never my, like, I was always the, no, I, I want to have the, the wife, Two kids, dog, whatever. Like, I always wanted that life. Um, And I think the biological clock is also a a very real thing because, like, I I was listening to your podcast earlier. Like, you know, your friend was saying, you know, I'm 31. I know I have like a four year window until like I should consider freezing my eggs. Like, I'm 31 as well. Like, I don't, I don't want to. Don't worry about that. Yeah. But if we did, it's not like if I had a kid at 39, it's gonna be anything awkward other than just being an older parent. So, guys, I think feel like we have more time to kind of do whatever it is we want.
0: Yeah. And someone actually wrote in asking the question today um, when I, I, posted, if anyone wanted to ask a dating coach something, cause like that's basically what you're going for. So yeah. <laughs> they said it's kind of the same type of question, but they were just like, why is no one want to settle down anymore? And I don't necessarily think that's a fact about everyone, like no one wanting to settle down. I just think that there's so many options on our phones every single day (laughs) that it's impossible yeah Yeah, like if you have new people liking your profile every night it's so easy to forget about one person and just move on to the next and the next and the next
1: yeah because i sit back and think to when i was in high school like we still basically had my facebook was just on like the horizon kind of thing like but there were no dating apps or anything like that like anybody i met especially as like as a teenager like had to be through school or through friends of friends Mm -hmm. like that was pretty much it whereas now like even when i was single
0: college yeah
1: like but yeah in your mid-20s it's like you know you can go on any number of dating apps but even just the social media apps like instagram is is like a low key dating app because if you like the whole well i liked you know three of your selfies in a row that should have been like a hint that i like you i'm like no it's not to me, that just, then you're, you're liking a photo. I, I, I double tap a photo. Sometimes it's because I really, really love the quote. And sometimes it's just like, okay, cool. Like yeah. they're all, there's a, there's a range of emotions I have when I hit the double, the double tap button.
0: Yeah. of um, course.
1: It's yeah. I, but I think that's a big part of this because we know, and I think especially women, like, you know, you have any number of options. And I think dating apps and social media really kind of visualizes that. And it makes it a reality of like, oh, wow. Like I really do have a have any number of options whereas and and for guys it's like oh shit she she's getting 400 likes per photo like you know I gotta I gotta step my game up
0: yeah I feel like I struggle with that too because I'm a hopeless romantic but I've also like traveled a good amount and like realized just how many people there are out there and it's like if I don't have that instant connection and if I don't feel like you're putting the effort in then I'm just gonna move on which I don't feel like there's necessarily a bad thing about that. You can correct me, but I just feel like there's so many options, but I'm not even thinking about on an app. I'm just thinking in the world. So I'm like, I'm not going to settle for this guy that is okay. And we kind of like, like have a connection. You know what I mean? I don't know. I like struggle with it because I want, I am a person that wants a relationship, but I also like can't. I've been single so long I'm like I can't imagine not being able to just like go to Greece and like maybe I'd meet someone new and then what you know what I mean
1: yeah I, I have a very quick trigger with a lot of things because I'm I'm the type of person like I I write down either a list or I write I, I conceptualize what it is I want out of life whether it's a car a partner or whatever and when I find it or if I see something that like I don't don't like like I personally don't like smokers like it, it is the, the biggest turnoff so to me like I don't care if you are like a knockout 10 we can laugh this that, and the other thing like my ex back then like was a smoker I tried to overlook that and I just couldn't do it like my father was a smoker and my fear was always like hearing him cough and like I'm like oh my god is he gonna have a heart attack like any given day and then I'm like I don't I don't want to be around that like I don't want to see you spitting out like you know the, the tar and everything else like it's just it's a very unattractive and unappealing trait to me so if you smoke, like, I'm sorry, I don't know how, I don't care how great you are, how good the first date went. Like it's, it's a deal breaker for me. Um, And I don't think that having deal breakers and sticking to them is a bad thing.
0: Yeah. I definitely think you should have deal breakers. I feel like it's just, when do you put that? I don't know. I guess maybe I said in my last episode that I like wasn't ready for, wasn't sure what I was looking for, which I don't really think is true because I do want to find someone to be with like long-term, but I guess I just don't know who that is, if that makes sense, because I've gone on so many like first dates and I never want to have a second date. I'm just like, nope, no connection. Nope, no connection. Like, I don't know if I'm just like too, I don't know, just based on connections, not even based on like everything you do. Like I know some people judge people on their job or where they went to school and like that doesn't really matter to me as much. It's more, do we have a connection and are you passionate about something?
1: To me, at least, like, I think you know when you got like when the first date didn't go as well as it could mm-hmm. have, or when yeah. there's just no connection. Yeah. Like I think that, and when it's the latter, when you just you know, like you could be a great guy, but like I'm just not attracted to you, or this just isn't gonna work out. Then I don't think it's a bad thing to not pursue that. But if yeah. it was a situation where like I do like this person, like the first it didn't go didn't go that great. Okay, then go on a second date and then feel it. However, mm-hmm. if you know, I don't know that it should always be like a, a one shot deal kind of thing
0: maybe more second chances. What do you think about guys who say like nice guy finishes last? Do you agree with that? Because I don't.
1: <laughs> I used to. I'm not okay. going to lie. Because, But also like for me, like I had a lot of self-esteem and confidence issues because like I got into high school at like four foot 10. I was like, you know, really, really short. Didn't hit a growth spurt until college. Didn't, I didn't know that. You know, yeah. Oh, nothing. Didn't grow facial hair until I was like 25. And even then, like, I don't grow a whole hell of a lot. But and I didn't get any confidence really until 26. So for me, I was always the, like, oh, like, Zacchio, like, he's cute. But, like, that's it. I'm like, puppies are cute. Like, no, I want, I want you to say that he's really attractive. He's really handsome. And I want that yeah. to come from someone other than, you know, a, a relative. Family, saying, like, yeah. oh, MJ, MJ's so handsome. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I always thought that. But as I've gotten older and as I've matured, um, I think you realize that, like, if – if you're the, if you are truly a nice guy whatever, then you're going to realize that by being a nice person will eventually lead you to the right person you're supposed to be with. Um, it might take a little bit longer because as I tell people like, you know, like the fuck boys and like the douchebags, like they're more brazen and they're more out there. So they're liable to get more attention, but they're, they're, they are the summer flings, the one night stands or whatever. And I'm like, is that, is that what you want? If that's what you want, then yeah, become a douchebag or a fuck boy. But if you actually want to find someone and you really think you're a nice guy then you might have to play the long game and that's 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 the whole
0: thing where i think people get confused it's like oh i either have to be an asshole and get a lot of girls or i have to be the nice guy and wait a million years to find someone who like actually gives me a shot but i feel like the thing that the nice guys that complain about being nice guys sometimes lack is the confidence i think confidence Gives women all the desire. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's kind of the same for men too. I don't know. Absolutely. If if a woman is more confident, even if she's not a 10, you're more attracted to her. So, if I think if nice guys stopped thinking of being the nice guy as a negative, be confident about that because you're, if you're as confident as the fuck boy, but then you're going to call me the next day or send me flowers on my birthday, you win like every time. (laughs)
1: I agree with every single thing that you just said. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I can empathize with the nicer with the nice guys who are feeling that like, oh, I should just become a Insecurity. fuckboy because oh, yeah. because when, you, when you're just rejected over and over and over again for just you know you seem like you're being too nice or whatever, and, and people aren't responding to that, there's got to be part of you that's like, what am I doing wrong? I'm a nice person. Lean into it, like uh, yeah, like uh, I'm a nice guy. Okay, good. I have that. That's that's in my bag. That's in my arsenal already. Now let me work on confidence instead of complaining about being the nice guy and that I'm not getting the attention that I want.
0: Exactly. And I think sometimes the nice guy thinks he's being overly nice, but really he's being just too much everything. Like there'll be someone like really nice on an app. Sometimes he'll message me and be sweet. Like, Hey, how was this? Like, Oh, what do you do for fun? How's your family? And that's always nice. But then if I don't answer and then you send me a double message on an app when we've never met before, like, I know that that's not, the end of the world, but like, you're too eager. And I think for girls and guys, anyone too eager comes off desperate, and that sucks. But you have to play the game in the beginning, I think, just a little.
1: Yeah, it's, I think, again, there are the exceptions to the rules, you might find the exception where you can just unapologetically just be yourself and, you know, kind of throw the rule book out the window. Um, but for the most part, like, yeah, you might have to play that game for the first date or two. And then uh, it might even be just to get to the first date. And then when you get there, you're like, oh shit, like we hit it off like right away. So, you know, and then you throw out the rule book. Um, it doesn't
0: even have to be like rules and games. It's more just like, just put the equal amount of effort. If, do you think that men, um, like the walls that they have up sometimes, how do you think that someone has brought it down for you? Or how do you think that women can help bring that down in a guy that is like a nice guy, but he's very guarded or like whatever the case.
1: I, again, this is my own personal experience. I think like really listening. And I, I think a lot of also part of this is like more men should be going to therapy, <laughs> myself included. Um, yeah. like I, I do a lot of self-discovery, but I think I still need some professional help to work through some things. But yeah, when you have like for guys, I think like, because we're not used to talking about our feelings and our emotions, when you have someone who like really listens and hears you, it, it just changes your perspective on things. You to like, Cause then you're not just another girl. You're the girl who like who listens? And I understand that, like you know, a girl shouldn't be, or a potential partner shouldn't be, you know, your therapist or you know your mother, your shoulder to cry on, per se. But like, if it just just so like your person, yeah. If you just happen to be talking about some things one day, and like for that one conversation, you know, he really opens up and feels heard. I think that can you know lower the drawbridge almost immediately.
0: I've seen it like on memes and like all this other crap. Like I'm sure you've seen um, women like through a breakup, deal with it first, get emotional and like hibernate for a month or whatever it is. And then men are the opposite. They'll go out and party and their boys will like make them go crazy. And then as soon as the woman comes back out of her shell and she's moving on, it's like, he's like, wait a second. Like I'm heartbroken. I miss you, I love you, whatever. Do you, um, do you agree with that first of all? <laughs> Cause I think that's a big part of why men get guarded like later because in the beginning they're like, oh fuck it. There's so many other women. And then they're like, oh shit but I really cared about her after like why yeah
1: so this is another great example of like exception versus rule because like the rule i believe yes that i think yeah. that's how it is guys are. there's of course like, exceptions
0: to every rule yeah i don't think it's always yeah. i'm just talking like majority but
1: yeah um because like i i know i'm the i'm the opposite I, I think i have the more feminine reaction to it kind of thing like i'll be heartbroken mm-hmm. like initially and then kind of get over it um but yeah i from what i see like I say, yeah, this is great, man. I'm finally free. I'm single, like whatever. And it's like, and then you realize later on, like, oh shit, I threw away a really good girl, or, you know, my actions caused me to lose a really good girl. Um, so, you yeah, know, I definitely think that that's an accurate assessment.
0: What would you say is the best advice to get over
1: a breakup? Uh, I, oh, that's probably the other one, like the, the other most popular question that I get. Um, yeah. In addition to the friend zone, or whatever, Makes like, how sense. do I get over someone? Um, for me, um, out of sight, out of mind. So like, don't talk to them, don't text them, unfollow don't them. look at their social. Unfollow them. Um, again, not in a hurtful way, whatever. But um, I, I don't know if we touched on it last week, but like, there was a girl that I was like low key obsessed with, and it, it was really unhealthy. Um, and what caused me to get over her was like unfollowing her, muting her. Like I didn't even want to see her anywhere near my feed, um, and just that alone, like just not having her in my presence kind of thing digitally helped, you know, uh, enormously. So that's what I would tell people. Because some people like, they want, they, they, they breadcrumb it over. It's like, you know, hey, you just want to check in on you. Hey, Yeah, you got to go cold like, turkey. Yeah. And, and it's, it sounds cruel, um, But it's also the reality. Like, um, that's probably the biggest thing. Um, and also just take the time to heal. Some people think that like, because, oh, we only dated two months, whatever. I should be over it in two days. Like, no. no. like
0: I also think that if you're truly in love with someone, you don't get over them completely until you find someone else.
1: Yeah, I, I tend to agree more with the latter just because I, I don't really agree with any of the, like, math timelines. equations that are out there. Yeah, no. Because, like, like I've told people, I'm like, so if you're in a six-year relationship, like, you that, you need me, that means I need to – like, yeah, like twelve years no, to get over no. someone, or, or even the opposite. Some, I've heard it takes half the distance. So, like, yeah. if you went six years, it takes you three years to get over them. I'm like, do you people realize how long three years are? Like, I don't.
0: Yeah, no, no way. I agree with that.
1: I think, I think people feel rushed to heal, and I think particularly the shorter amount that they're together, I think they feel more rushed to heal because uh, they're like, oh, I was only with them a month, two, three, so I should be. Yeah, over but this. sometimes
0: those are even deeper connections, and I think too people think that. They need to be over someone in order to not want to be with them anymore, but I think they're completely different because even, I mean, I would say I'm over both of my exes, but like parts of them, like I still miss, that doesn't mean I want to be with them at all. But like there are parts of someone or just the comfort of being able to talk to them or call them, like you can still miss that and want that and not be over it because you don't have a replacement for that yet. But that doesn't mean that you would ever get back together with them because I would not. <laughs> but yeah. like I'm still not completely free of like missing that part of something. Hey. What do you think about likes on Instagram? Do you, do you like you and um, your fiance? like do you get upset at each other for that ever like liking girls pictures and stuff no
1: i mean i we she so like i don't check her her instagram likes that she doesn't check mine if she i've always told her like yeah, i don't you know,
0: even think you can but if she saw that you like liked some girls bikini pictures or something would that bother her
1: oh yeah i mean i i don't and if i did it, i'd be like that's like it's a friend of mine like i'm not just, liking like because she's like yeah yeah i'm like, oh, like okay yeah, like yeah that bikini actually look looks nice i like the look of. i don't like I'm not sexualizing her in my head or whatever, but like I don't yeah. follow Instagram models on, on on Inst- or, or, you know on Twitter or anywhere. Um, a lot it's just of not-
0: I feel like so many guys do though, so that causes like insecurities with girls too, because so I think many it, guys follow Instagram models.
1: <laughs> I can I, I, I can see it, you know being the case because I think you know, flip the script like if your girl was like if you, so if you're built like me you know five foot eleven and 150 pounds like scrawny as a twig. And like, and my girl is following all these like buff, you buff, know, yeah. work. Yeah. I'm like, I, there's part of me that's going to wonder like, oh, is that what she wants? Like, I'm like, I'm not that. So if, if your girl is just like a normal build or whatever, and you're following these, you know, six foot one, 85 pound girls, like, you know, with double D's, like, you know, what, like what is she going to think? Come on. Yeah, like, of course. So again, I think it's a respect thing.
0: Someone asked me, they just said love languages in the question box. That's what they wanted me to ask you about. So I'm not really sure what, but I was thinking maybe, I mean, I believe in the love languages. Like you can definitely figure yours out. And I think if you figure it out with your partner, it's like an easier way to please them all the time. Um, I agree. Do you think though that like I had in the past someone tell me, oh, I'm just not romantic and creative like you. So do you think that means they're – just not willing to change or try or do you think some people genuinely like just don't have that like facet in their head
1: I I, know I think it's because you don't want to put the effort in and try because if if you're seeing that you know years down the road and you've put the effort in and they genuinely feel that they can't live up to whatever standard they think you have then that's one thing but if you just if you're early into the relationship and you're like oh well I'm just not that creative as you or I'm not as caring as you are. I'm like, okay, well, you're clearly not even trying to put the effort in. You can so, literally
0: Google something romantic to do.
1: <laughs> like yeah, go to Pinterest boards, go to like, again, the, the world is at our fingertips. Like, we have a supercomputer in our phones, uh, in our palms yeah. at all times. Like,
0: Your giving language needs to be changed sometimes if your partner doesn't, is if that doesn't like satisfy them. And well, for my specific circumstance, like, if we had a fight or if we had something like, I feel like he was the most romantic when, after we had a fight, but like never ever, like any other time, it's like, so you can, you just only put the effort in when you think you're gonna lose me.
1: Oh baby, I'm sorry. Like what can I do to make it better? Not be a douche, like not fuck up in the first place. And that's Um, the whole thing
0: is like, I'm so simple with that. Like I, if you leave me a post-it note in the morning, I'll be happy for two weeks. Like, (laughs) that's all I need. (laughs) And like that actually he did that sometimes, but like, I don't know. There's just, it doesn't have to be that much. I'm not asking for a hundred dollar gift all the time. I just, a post-it note will do like to say, love you or you're beautiful, whatever it is.
1: (laughs) I firmly believe in the love languages, but like make the effort to learn your partner, like find, find out, learn, take the effort to find out what it is. And then, you know work with it however best you can. Like if, like for me, like words of affirmation and quality time are two really big things. Like, and I think it's also- I Shannon's was just like going to say, are those packages. your two? Yeah, because like gifts are like for the two of us are like probably way, way, way down at number five. Um, yeah. But like, like earlier today, like she was working, I was like editing last night's mic drop and she just like looked over at me. She's like, I love you so much. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. very, I'm very happy to have you. And I'm like, I never had that really. So like- yeah like just taking five seconds out of your day to tell someone that you care about them or that you appreciate them like it matters
0: yeah i think minor words of affirmation and physical touch and i don't think that i ever talked about that with either of my relationships so if you talk about it from the start like i think that's a great way to just like help your relationship in the beginning too
1: yeah and and people it's like words of affirmation, whatever it is like it doesn't need to be on this massive scale if your love if your top love language is gifts it doesn't mean I need to get you a Tiffany's bracelet for, you know, whatever your thing is like, like it could be just a Gibbs little could be hey. coffee
0: in the morning. Like,
1: yes. Like li- just little things that show I was thinking of you, whatever. And you know, this is what I want to do. Some I want to do something nice for you.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure that some people have gifts because they do like fancy jewelry and stuff. Like there's some people like that, but there's also some people that like gifts because it means that you're thinking of them when you're not together, which I, I get that. Like, that's like every girl, every guy. I mean, I don't know. It's like a dream to just think, oh, he, I wasn't even talking to him. I thought he was at work and he came home with like a cute, like flowers or something. That's like, just
1: nice yeah learning your partner is so undervalued i think people think that all relationships are the same and they're not like what worked for you with your ex might not work with you for and and just the same like you know the way you behave might have pushed your ex away but that same behavior may make the next person fall madly in love with you so like don't, yeah,
0: don't expect the same.
1: Yeah, don't, yeah.
0: You have to learn what you like, liked and disliked about your ex, but you also have to learn about what you did right and wrong with your ex as well. Because like no one's ever perfect. I was going to like just be open about some of my dating life and just because I think it's relatable. I feel like we already kind of touched on like, oh, I feel like I'm a hopeless romantic, but <laughs> I need someone confident because I'm also very outgoing and everything. But with covid I feel like it's almost like more hopeless than ever. And it's like, (laughs) you just feel isolated, obviously, because we are. But it's almost like, is there a point to be on the app right now? Like, I don't even know. I went on one FaceTime date and it went, well, like I went on a few with one guy and it all went great. I think I talked about it on the last episode, which I think you listened. And then it was like, we met and because I wanted to be distanced, no go. So... He ended up actually texting me after that episode was recorded and I just like wrote it off because fuck you. I was gonna
1: say, I I was thinking about texting because I had I had like eight minutes left before this started to uh of yeah. uh, the episode. But like there was part of me I kinda of wanted to DM and be like, Oh you have to let me know if this guy like so reaches he, back out to you.
0: He ended up yeah, we based on a lot for like a month or so and then like not a lot, but like once a week or something and then text in between. And then when we met, whatever didn't text me for like a week and a half, I'd say, which like isn't that long. But if you were talking to me more before we met, that obviously gives the impression that you didn't care. So and he didn't text me to see if I got home safe and I was driving to the city that night. So I just like kind of, yeah, red flag for me. And he texted me like eventually and said, hey, how was your weekend? And I was like and so Girl, I, called I haven't him out. heard from i you. literally like, called him out and i was like oh you're alive or something like i said something like that and then he was like haha yeah like uh, how yeah. are you and then it's like if you responded to that and said haha sorry i've been busy like i just didn't want to text you until i knew i could hang out again totally exactly. fine but he was just like haha like whatever no yeah. <laughs> so i just never I've, answered him
1: <laughs> i was gonna say i wouldn't answer answer him and I, I didn't answer after off. he
0: said that i was like fuck it there's Again, it's a pro that there's a million other people in the world, but like I did have a good time with him. So it was like, whatever. Um, but do you think that there is a point of being on the apps? I guess there is an, a chance that you can FaceTime date someone. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Like that, yeah. I probably, like if I was single, like, I, I don't know that I would be on the apps because I'm like, what do because like, also we don't know when this is ending, which is probably the, the biggest thing. If it was like, Hey, you know, come August 1st, Right, everything's back to normal whatever and it's like you know whether you have a month or two you can kind of at least plan for that um so for me i probably wouldn't be on it but also yeah like you can just build connections with people like i mean shit we connected through a dating app you know we never had anything romantically whatever but like here we are doing each other's shows back-to-back weeks like you can meet really cool people through dating apps even if that wasn't necessarily the intention early on Mm -hmm. um so, yeah, I think it all depends on what you're looking for. If you're just looking for sex, then obviously, no, you shouldn't no. be on the
0: dating app. <laughs> you're going to get COVID. You, unless,
1: yeah, unless you find someone who's willing to break quarantine and, you know, if you want to be that irresponsible to to get a nut off, pardon my French, <laughs> but like.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you, totally. Yeah,
1: it it depends on what you're looking for is did, probably the best answer.
0: Yeah. Did you ever have trouble, like, figuring out what to put on your dating profile? Because that's honestly one thing I wanted to ask you. I... Don't think, I think some days I'll like change my answers and be like, maybe this sounds better. It's so hard for me to like portray myself because I feel like, I don't know, you're just, everyone's very complex. Like you can't really, what pictures do I choose? Do I look, be- I don't want to also, I worry about looking better in some pictures. I'm like, I don't want to look better in my pictures and then meet me. Like that's <laughs> a scary thing. Cause like everyone looks better and worse in some pictures. And then also just like your answers to your questions how did you figure out how to make up your profile? Did ever did like you have friends help you, or did you just like fig- you're just one, two, three? You knew what to do.
1: I mean, I'm sure at some point because I was on dating apps for a few years because um, I was single for most of my twenties. Um, so I'm sure I've had female friends at some point be like, "Hey, can you just like look this over and like what should I be doing here? Like, what pictures should I get rid of? Are there any pictures that you've seen on my profile that you should be like on my social media profiles? Be like, oh no, add that one." Um, or my bio, but you know, my bio itself, like I've worked on more than like Michael Jackson's nose was worked on. Like (laughs) tried being like very like kind of direct, like, you know, looking for something serious, blah, blah, blah. Um,
0: Do you think it's better to be direct?
1: Now? Yes. Like if I were to be on dating apps now, that would be the approach that I would take. Because I'm not like a Casual guy, like I'm just—I'm not a very go with the flow guy. I'm just—I'm very nerdy and and somewhat awkward. I got a lot of Chandler Bing in me, like I'm awkward and hopeless (laughs) and desperate for love, kind of thing. Like, so I have a lot of Bing in me. Um,
0: The only thing that I worry about with that is, like, like I said to you, I do want to find that person, but if I can have fun with someone else along the way, I'm not mad about it. So, like, I feel like that might scare someone away, whereas it could just be brought up and came about naturally instead because i don't know it's like a risk to be forward about it i think sometimes
1: i think we talked we touched on it a little bit last week about like having the mindset like i'm not looking for anything but i'm open to anything um like it would be something yes, i would yes that would be something i would tell them not like I, I would, actually make sense i wouldn't put that in a bio because i feel like if you were just flipping through you'd be like oh okay whatever but i think if you got the chance to actually explain to them like yeah i could do the serious relationship thing i could do the you know casual dating and we'll see where this goes but um I think it's better to weed out the the people that wouldn't be a good fit for you. Even if that means you scare off a couple of those people who are on the fence and then, and now you're narrowing your pool, but the, but the fish that are the fish that you want to catch are better Yes, yeah. um, than to just say like, here are all these fish. I can have any one of them, Yeah, but I only want, you know, 1% of them. So.
0: Yeah, totally. Do you think that this is pre COVID, um, do you think that okay I think it's true. I mean I've been in situations where if I don't if I know that I don't want a future with you I might hook up with you but if I see a possible future then I won't. And I know that that is so okay so some a lot of people say it but I also get that it's backwards because if you if you don't if you if I don't see a future with you but like I just want to have fun and I haven't had fun in a while. like it's fine to just like okay this might be my hookup buddy like my friends with benefits and like no expectations don't care what you think of me like whatever because girls and guys we all need sex in our life but if I do see like oh there's a connection then it's like I want to wait and like keep seeing if there's a real connection so that it could be more special (laughs) But like it's backwards, but I feel like it works. But I don't know if it works.
1: No, What's so your idea. One, you're sending me for a mind fuck right now because I would have never thought like if a girl. You never heard that. No, before? like, like if, if she does sleep with you, that like it's probably more because like she doesn't see a future with you. Like,
0: no. So well, I mean, that's not always the case, but like.
1: Or a part of the thought if process. I don't.
0: I don't know. It's very hard for me to explain because it, it's rare for me to have a connection. So if I have a connection with you. I'm excited I'll go on a second date and then if from that second date I still have that like chemistry, I guess that's what it is. If I have the chemistry with you but we don't align on goals and morals or whatever, then I might
1: <laughs> I, don't know. I don't judge people for like if you to me like it's if you want to do it do it. I don't think that there I don't judge women who want
0: I guess more of my question was do you think making a guy wait obviously is better in the term of date in the scheme of dating i think it is
1: i i mean to me that's
0: like the saying of if you don't if you get the milk for free like why buy the cow if you get the milk for free or whatever
1: because because you love the cow (laughs) like
0: well yeah but that's the whole thing too so i my first my college relationship was basically off of a one-night stand not gonna lie sorry mom um (laughs) (laughs) but and like we were together for like two and a half years, whatever, and it was great. Like everything worked out fine. But I think as an adult, it just depends on the person. I guess ultimately, if you like each other equally, then it's gonna work out. If you don't, it's not gonna work out anyway.
1: I don't believe in in waiting to wait. Like, cause to me, like, if, like for for a guy, like if a, if you want, yeah, like if a guy wants to have sex, that's all he's concerned about. Then like some guys will just like, if you have to wait three dates, five dates, whatever, then he'll wait three, five dates, have sex, whatever, and then he'll never call you. Like, yeah. so like, it's, if anything, you, you kind of turn it into a game. It at really that, matter, you yeah. turn it into a game at that point, in which case now he's like, okay, well now, now I want to win. And then once I've reached the top level, Won. like, you know, now there's no, nothing left for me to do. But if you just are very sincere and like, hey, I'm just not comfortable doing this, then when it happens, at least it's like, you know, okay, cool. She's comfortable with me now. As opposed to saying, I have a three date rule. I have a five date rule.
0: Yeah, I've never voiced that. Like I have, I don't have a rule. I mean, I don't know. I haven't dated in so long now. It's it's so weird. Yeah. Um, I think people should do just you, do that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's kind of where, I feel like I was all over the place because I'm like, well, I've done that, but I've also done this. Like, I don't know. You just kind of have to be on the same page in order for anything to work. So it doesn't really matter when you're going to have sex. Yeah. But do you I actually have a question. Do you think that a girl should not invite someone up if they're not going to have sex with you? So like end of the date, he says he doesn't want to stop hanging out and you don't want to have sex, but you're very open to like hanging out more. But like if you invite him up, he's just going to assume it's going to happen. So you just shouldn't even put yourself in that
1: situation. So I, this is very tricky. This is very like a uh, sensitive question. Um, be honest. Yeah, no, like I I firmly believe that women should do whatever it is that's in their hearts and what they feel they want to do with their bodies. However, I do think it kind of sends a message. A message. Yeah, because like, I, I, I think I made like a TikTok about this. Like you, you kind of have to be a, at least aware of certain situations. Like if you ask a guy out, say, hey, let's grab coffee at 11 o'clock at, at, in the morning whatever. That sends a completely different message than let's grab drinks at 11 o'clock at night. Neither one of 100%. them are an invitation for sex or an automatic, you know, shutdown from sex, but like, it's just, it, they just send different messages. So like, yeah. um, but yeah, no, I, I don't That's think true. that just because a guy I've been invited up, whatever, and nothing's happened. And like, there's times where I'm like, uh, <laughs> I thought something here was going to happen and it didn't, but like, I'm not going to like judge yeah. her for it. Um, it just, it's one of those things like, oh, this sucks. Like, like I'm yeah. glad to extend the night with her, but like, it's just, it's kind of, it's, it's kind different of an expectation. It's a, it's a letdown. Yeah.
0: I've been in situations like that where I'm like, okay, we can have one more beer on my roof, but like, then you're going home. I literally yeah. say that. I think that's Just fine. so that it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: If, yeah. If you're going to invite them up, whatever. And, and you know, you don't want to have sex. I would at least throw something out yeah. there to make it known. Like you're going home at some point tonight. I mean, either way, he should respect you just saying no, whether you told him before or, Or you're telling him in the moment, but at least now you have even more evidence, like more ammo to be like, bro, like I I told you this wasn't going to happen. Like, please leave. And then then just don't deal with him ever again.
0: Yeah. Do you think there's ever um, an, ex? I mean, I guess there's always an exception to the rule. So I already kind of know your answer, (laughs) but I guess kind of like a timeline where you need to stop allowing your ex to come back into your life for comfort. Like, how do you really put an end to that?
1: I also have a very interesting relationship because, like, I believe firmly believe that, like exes should be friends. I still talk to a few of my friends. Some of them in you know, more more often than most people probably do. With my most recent ex, like you know, the one before Shannon, like there was a point where like I couldn't talk to her. Like, I didn't I didn't really want to hear from her because it would just hurt. And if she did reach out to me, I'd be like, "Hey, like you know, like I'm not trying to sound like an asshole or whatever, but like I just." I can't hear from you like I just I need time away from you to just heal and get over you kind of thing um so I think that whole, like that it's whenever you're not fully healed I think anytime in any amount of time in that window it's not a, a good time to be talking to your ex but like now I'm firmly over her and like you know we talk um she was on mic drop a, you know, a couple of weeks ago so like yeah we're obviously close enough in that regard but like I know Shannon's not the most comfortable with it um but i also try to ease her minds because like if she's like you're texting her an awful lot or whatever and i'm like you know she's asking about like the new york primaries <laughs> like or you know like yeah. past weekend she's like you know, she was going through something that related to a situation that i went through and she wanted my advice on it then i'm like okay fine but if, if i ever got to the point where i felt like i was becoming like a shoulder to cry on or that she was crossing a line then i would tell her and i would shut it down but to me i just look at her as a friend who. I happen to have dated. Um, So I'm going to treat her as a friend.
0: If your fiance had asked you to not talk to her anymore, though, would you?
1: Probably. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I guess, but I I wouldn't be happy about it. Cause I don't believe in like controlling behavior. Like you can't talk to this person. Like,
0: What do you say to the argument that is that person was, me speaking from your fiance's point of view, I'm not. I'm being devil's advocate, of course. Um, but me speaking from your fiance's point of view, that was she was me once in your life. Why do you need to still be in contact with that, if you have me now?
1: I would kind of be like she was. She was never you. Like we dated for two months. Like we're going on two years, and there's a ring on your finger. Like she, like and, and that's what I like. I try and tell her, like, yes, for the two months that we were together. Yes, she well, two was, months
0: is drastic difference in general, I'm saying, for, like, other yeah. people listening. If they're friends with an ex and their new person is like, you're with that person for three years, like, there's no reason you need to talk to them anymore. It makes me uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that's probably why I have the feelings I do. Like, if, if we had dated for two years instead of two months, I would probably have very different feelings about it. Then I, I could be more understanding. I'd be like, okay, no, you're right. Like, um, Yeah. Like the ex, the ex from you know, that I dated for two years. Like we don't ever talk. Like once in the blue yeah. moon. Like you know, she has a daughter, so like on her birthday, I'll be like, hey, I'll just happy birthday to the little one," and that's pretty much it. I hope you're well. It's yeah. it's interesting. I mean, you and that's but that's what I think. Where communication comes in with you and your partner. Like,
0: is there any topic or anything like that that you want to touch on before we go to my ending <laughs> questions for you?
1: Not, not that I could think of, because I, mean, yeah. I mean, between last week and covered this week, I think we covered good amount of ground
0: well i want to go to my closing questions for you even though you're prepared for them probably no i forgot them
1: already so
0: (laughs) the first one is what do you wish people were more honest about
1: things that make them unhappy like if if something if someone is doing something that upsets you or you're not happy with a certain situation um just kind of expressing i guess expressing their feelings like it's
0: how you feel yeah, yeah
1: like but like really expressing how you not even in a mean or nasty way but just being like hey this is bothering me. This is a chip on my shoulder and I just want to really get it off. I think it'll make totally. for, I mean, it makes everyone's lives better.
0: I feel like across the board so far in these six episodes, everyone has said the same thing in a different way about that one is they just wish people were more honest and yeah. open.
1: Cause nobody so is. It's
0: such, it's such a scary thing and it's so taboo to be vulnerable and honest, but being vulnerable is the only way that you get what you want in life. So
1: yeah. It wasn't until the point Makes where sense. like I really just kind of accepted who I was and what I wanted out of life and just kind of started asking for it and behaving in that yeah. way that I started to see more positive changes in my life. When I was more reserved and like I'm just going to try to be a people pleaser to everyone that comes across my existence, like I was miserable because I was just giving 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 and getting absolutely nothing in return and it was just wearing at me.
0: Yeah. Totally when was the last time that you felt Sunday scaries and what do you think could help or did help you overcome them?
1: I don't know if it was on Sunday, but like, I know I've been having like this kind of recurring nightmare fear or whatever of like, what's going to happen like when this is all over. Cause like right now I'm unemployed. I know I have a job really? waiting for me, but there was another job that offered me that like, I was strongly considering and whatever I'm like, and I don't know if they, cause like I haven't heard back. It's like almost like dating. Like I haven't heard from you in so long that like, Probably wants to write back right reach out to them and be like hey or like are we still on is this still a go or have you guys moved on um, yeah, it's and just hard. it's the unknown of, of of everything like we're supposed to get married next year is that gonna happen are we getting pushed back so it all just kind of like yeah. culminated and
0: it's like overwhelming every Sunday, it's like oh I'm thinking about the reality of like what isn't reality right now
1: yeah and, and for me I, COVID. for me I'm bad with like I tend to have things compound so like I'll think of like one negative thought and then like oh well ship with this also yeah. and then it just you know now everything's going on totally and it just gets pretty weighing on you
0: yeah um if you could do anything right now what would it be
1: I mean, i'm going to the beach in a couple of weeks so i can't even say that but like and i, and I think paul said this a couple of weeks ago but like i really just want to like get together with friends like i really yeah. like really really you no, know what I want, I want to go to like karaoke night like a, a slammed karaoke night with friends because like yeah it's, not a enough, it's bar. Not, yeah it's not enough to just go to a bar like no i want to like sing and have a good time and really just kind of embrace and celebrate seat. life yeah and like, that's why like, I've, totally. I've told chan i'm like you know when this all ends the first night of karaoke that we have back like we're throwing a fucking <laughs> banger there like we're putting out the facebook invite and being like y'all better come here slam the bar and like we're just gonna that be so c- fun. celebrating celebrating life because like i think If you didn't learn anything, if you didn't learn to appreciate life over these last three months, you severely wasted a a golden opportunity.
0: That's something that I asked in the beginning too, um, that I didn't ask you. Do you think that more people are going to want to settle down after this? I said in the last episode, I feel like there would be an initial like shock and craze of everyone hooking up and being ready to be out. But at the same time, it might not even happen because people are going to be so scared to hook up with people and... I don't know. I just think that I personally like more realized that I do want someone to settle down with, to have for times like these.
1: I think if you have the right person, it's good because like, I, I saw like a whole bunch of tweets and posts or whatever, like in March and April, like, Oh, this quarantine is going to lead to a lot of divorces and breakups because people are going to realize like they really don't love their partner as much as they do. So like, I don't agree with but like, that's
0: good. It means you're the wrong person. It, though. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So like, that's why like, I don't agree with like settling down or being with someone just to not be alone. Um, but yeah, I, I think that yeah. some people can come out of this with a greater appreciation for like, wow, like a lot of the things that I thought mattered really don't matter, and I just kind of want someone who matches my energy, like someone who I yeah I can stream Netflix with on, on a on a bullshit night or whatever. When we're working from home, yeah. like we can just walk by each other and just kind of joke around. Um, I, yeah, I think it'll. I think this will this will put that into perspective for some people that like, yeah, having someone in, and settling down is not necessarily settling. Um,
0: Another I read this somewhere, I forget where it was. I read it might have just been within an article or something, but it was basically saying, I'm I don't want to settle down, I wanna partner up. Yes. Which is like exactly what we I mean, I think anyone who wants to be in a relationship, that's the truth of the matter. Like you don't wanna settle, you don't wanna be with someone that's gonna pull you down. You want someone who you're gonna partner up with, do things in life, bring the best out of each other. Like that's the whole goal.
1: Like I always hated the phrase and I hated them back when I was like 15 and marriage wasn't even like a reality, but like when people would say like, Oh, the old ball and chain or whatever, like, Oh, you get yeah. married. Life is over. I'm like, back then I was always like, wouldn't that be like a celebratory occasion? Like wouldn't this be like a good thing? Like if if, if I looked at my fiance future wife as like my ball and chain, like, I shouldn't be married not be getting engaged. Yeah, like, yeah. W- like our conversations are like, I can't wait to like conquer life with you. Like I can't wait to like become a parent with you. I can't wait to like, you know, move into our first place together. I can't wait to, to do these yeah. things with you. It's not just like, Oh, you know, if you're lamenting about what I you're think- going to miss in your single life, then you should not be getting married.
0: Yeah, you didn't meet the right person then. And I think that our generation does obviously do a better job at not settling. Like I'm hoping maybe our generation will help the divorce rate go go down. I really don't know, but I feel like we don't settle as much because we are so privy to all of the people and options that we do have. So it's it's a bittersweet like thing, technology and travel and everything. But I do hope that that at least helps that context.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see what life is like post COVID in 10 um, years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Post COVID too. Yeah. Yeah. No clue. <laughs> um, the last question is what is one thing that you're working on about yourself and one thing that you love about yourself?
1: Um, so one thing I'm working about is like personality. Um, I'm working, I'm actually working on like expressing myself more and kind of getting like, um, talking to some people about some things that have been bothering me that I probably otherwise would not address. Um, so um, it, it's, it's an uncomfortable feeling. Um, so like that's one thing I'm working on. Um,
0: and I'm also like trying to
1: educate myself about like racial matters, LGBTQ, like really trying to understand white privilege and everything else, not to get yeah. like political. but like, that is something that I am working on. No, that's on. not,
0: but I don't think that's, oh, that's political. Yeah. I think it's human. Yeah. 100%. I'm on your, I'm on the same end with you.
1: <laughs> and I was, afraid. I was even afraid to say like political, because I'm, I'm with you that I'm like, these aren't, yeah you know, political issues uh, there's human rights um and and most less what what is one thing i love about myself yeah i like to think that i have a really good heart 100% like, even if i'm not always the best friend sometimes in terms of like i'm really bad with i won't text for a while or like you know one of my <laughs> friends will get on me she's like you know i haven't heard from you in in a couple of weeks or whatever but i'm like yeah, but, like, if you called me and said, like, hey, like, I need you to pick me up, whatever. If you said, hey, like, let's grab dinner this week. If you said, hey, let's grab coffee, whatever, like, I'm there. I'm just, yeah. it's bad, and I know it's something that I need to work on. But, like, I hate feeling like I'm a shitty friend, even though sometimes, like, on the surface I am, when I, I know in my being, like, any, anybody who well, actually you just can... don't
0: communicate as often just because you don't communicate often doesn't mean that you're not there for them like and they should just know that and be able to reach out to you when they need you that's what friendship's all about it's a two-way street so
1: yeah so like yeah and
0: i can tell you have a big heart and a Thank great you. heart from knowing you through the internet <laughs> for the past like years
1: <laughs> i just want people to be happy like that's that's all i want for people life. i want yeah. everyone to be happy i want everyone to find love if that's what they want um i want people to achieve their dreams or at least try to pursue them and i just i don't want any negativity in the world It just wish there was a hell of a lot more positivity yeah. so that's why like, yeah. i love listening to your podcast it's like it gives me a nice hour break out of whatever day i'm doing oh, or, or i'll do you. like i'll do dishes or paint the door or whatever and like this is good like this is good content to be absorbing like it's, it's not just full-on like you got to be motivated you got to go out there and you got to go do stuff like no just like talk to me. I want to hear conversations. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't want to be force fed. Like you know these like quotes and go run through a brick wall right now and go achieve your dreams. <laughs> like no, just throw some positivity out there. Like that's and that's yeah. why I like your podcast because you talk to like real people. It's not like hey I reached out to some celebrity and I got them to talk about something. Like you're talking to your sister, your cousin, your friend. It's like and sometimes you're having conversations. You're asking questions that you probably never ask them. A lot of my mic drop guests are either friends or acquaintances. And it's like, I'm learning a lot about them. They're learning some about me. Um, and it's just, and it makes it relatable because people who know us both can be like, Oh shit, I know Nicole or whatever. I know Mike, whatever. Like this is a cool kind of thing.
0: I think that's what I struggle with too. I think you were on Gary V so you know (laughs) all about this, but like, I think he, I don't post as much as he says to, but, uh, (laughs) um, it's like, you kind of have to just do it for yourself and not care about how many views or likes or anything like that because it's not going to matter because if you're just going for that, then you're going to eventually burn out and it's not going to work out. So I've been struggling like feeling like maybe I need a, a more narrow like topic kind of thing. Maybe it should be just dating. Maybe it should be just certain guests or whatever. But I think just starting out, I'm still figuring it out, which is fine. But I genuinely like you said that makes me so happy that it's just like a break and like it's relatable That's all I want it to be is like something that we can form connections over with other people And like a bunch of the people too, like my cousin is the one that was 31 that was on last week Um, she she's my second cousin and she said anyone feel free to reach out to her So I tagged her in it. I was like Feel free to reach out to her about remote year that traveling thing she does Like I think the world is all about connections and if you if I can help with that Then it's great because I felt like I haven't had real connections in my life. And that's the whole reason that I started it. So that makes me feel good that you like it and feel happiness from it. So thanks. (laughs) I'm really like, sounds weird to say, but like proud of you that you are just like a guy that's like putting it all out there. Cause like you said, it's so rare for a guy to be open about it. And also like when you said before in this episode you said something about oh like I'm not going to lie I was like kind of unhealthily like obsessed with this girl once I don't remember what we were talking about and at first I like was like a little taken aback and then I was like wait a second and I started thinking about all of my guy friends who 100% Every single one of my guy friends has had an unhealthy, some sort of unhealthy obsession. They just don't talk about it. They'll say it to me in a different way and they'll admit it to me. They won't talk about it outwardly. They won't say those things. So you being vulnerable is so hard. Anyone being vulnerable is. I think women just are like stereotyped as more vulnerable. But for you to do that, I think it's amazing. And I've loved following you since whenever the hell we first met. (laughs) And your quotes, your poems, and now mic drop. I love it. And everyone, can you just tell us where they can follow you? Because I'm going to butcher your last name.
1: (laughs) So it's uh, Mike Zacchio, and you can follow me at Mike, M-I-K-E, underscore Z-A-C-C-H-I-O. And that's on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.
0: TikTok, he has, don't you have like 50,000 followers? Yeah, I
1: think it was like, I think I had 54 yesterday or something like that, but
0: fun funny short like content about dating and relationships um and every weeknight during covid at eight o'clock daily mic drop yes thank you so much for being on i'm really excited to go through this and share it with the world and we'll keep being vulnerable and not care about what anyone thinks thank
1: you for having (laughs) me on it was a pleasure being here
0: All right. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope you all have a great week ahead and remember to rate, comment, or review swiping Sunday so that I can make sure next episode is even better. Bye guys.